and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets, uh, something to indulge you all because, uh, let's be honest, lockdown's pretty monotonous, isn't it? Now, we have Victoria Wilson here. Hi, Victoria. Hiya. Hello. To talk all things Holby. Now, um, I'm going to open the floor to you to, to, to take this away because it's a pretty, another, I should say, exciting week, isn't it, at Holby, um, after last week's shooting? Yes, so um, Holby is on high alert this week. As we know, there's a gunman on Darwin and Jack Nader finds herself pretty much in the firing line. Um, so if we go back a bit, we all know how Jack had um, agreed to sort of support her lover and colleague, Kian, through his drug addiction. But last week, events took an unexpected turn um, when Remy, the boyfriend of Keon's Sikh, uh, his, um, his drug dealer, Sarah Jane, uh, came onto Darwin with a gun. As he started shooting, it remained a mystery as to who'd been hit. Well, the drama continues this week um, as his Remy's escape... Um, he Basically, he planned to escape with Sarah Jane, um, but now that's turned into a hostage situation. So the hospital is slammed into security lockdown. Lockdown, there's that word again. Oh, that favourite word. And Jack um, finds basically finds herself self, um, staring down the barrel of Remy's gun. Um, it has to be said that um, Keon isn't exactly helping the situation when he pockets a scalpel during this sort of siege, clearly to use in self-defence. Um, Jack is, she sort of notices, <laughs> needless to say, Remy notices. Um, and Jack's furious that he would put all their lives in jeopardy. Um, she also learns in this episode that Kian's priority in life is drugs, not her. Not her. Um, anyway, as armed police sort of descend on the hospital, Remy's becoming more and more erratic. Um, and he turns his gun once again on Jack, who basically stands up to him and tells him to shoot her. Oh my goodness! Is this? Is this? Is this? Oh my goodness! Is this? Is this going to be the end of uh, Jack's reign? Do you think? Well, um, it, 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 we, we are sort of left wondering: has has Jack's reign as Holby City sort of resident ice queen really come to an end? Um, all I'll say is I'm not going to reveal how the siege reaches its climax. You will have to watch to find out. What I can tell you, though, is that tonight's episode does mark the end of an era as actress Rosie Marcel, who's played Holby's resident ice cream for over 14 years, is bowing out of the show. Um, whatever happens, she'll most certainly be going out with a bang. That much we can guarantee. Wow, this is big news. She really has been a character like no other, and I think I can safely speak for many Holby City fans when I say, Jack Naylor, you will sorely be missed. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is with, with, with Jack is... Do you, I mean, do we know... Do you know why the characters... I mean, you can't explain the circumstances of how, how she leaves, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but do we know why the actor is leaving? Do we know what their plans are? Do we know anything about what, you know why they're onto something new after after such a long period of time well i mean rosie has been with holby for a very long time in that time her character has had uh she's been shot she's been um she's had undergone multiple surgeries she's had uh, her mum die her sister die um she had an attempted rape i believe uh, and a nervous breakdown quite recently if the storylines run out <laughs> One can only assume that um, Rosie's maybe a little bit tired and wants a break. But doesn't mean to say just because they're going means that she's going doesn't mean that, um, that you know, that, that she can't come back. We don't know the circumstances yet, so there we go. As I said, you'll have to watch to find out exactly what I happens. Will. 
I don't like it when you do that. <laughs> um, is okay. So obviously that's that's the the big storyline and the, the main storyline. Anything else we should be looking out for? Well, okay. So um, I'll, I'll obviously talk a little bit about Cameron. He's up to his his old tricks again. Um, putting him, <laughs> he just always whatever is going on um, in the hospital. He he always manages to just sort of try and put his own needs first. Um, so in this episode, obviously we've got the lockdown situation in, in on Darwin, um, but Cameron's on AAU. He's got this patient um, that he needs to try and save. He's working with new junior doctor Jung, um, and they they find them. So basically, in in this hostage, in, in the middle of the, all while there's all this hostage situation is going on, they're in an operating theatre trying to save patient Jude, but they're clearly both out of their depth. Um, so Cameron, Cameron sort of desperately needs the expertise of a heart surgeon. So he calls on his one-time friend with benefits, Nikki McKendrick, to talk him through a complicated procedure. Um, obviously, being on Darwin, she's she's got the small wear of a hostage situation to to sort of contend with. She's sort of got one eye on that, and one she's sort of speaking on the phone at the same time to Cameron. But she reluctantly agrees to help him, despite her brilliant instructions, though. Uh, to him down the phone he clearly still struggles with the procedure and literally just manages to scrape through and save Jude's life um Cameron being Cameron though when they return to the ward he delights in telling the other young medic Josh that the um the surgery was no trouble at all um however privately Jung reveals what really happened in theatre and warns Josh that Cameron's not to be trusted yeah, Cameron's, you know, is so... I don't know when he's going to get found out, really, because he's just by the skin of his teeth all the time, isn't it? Yeah, well, it definitely seems, with this storyline, we get the impression that more and more people are cottoning on to um, evil Cameron's ways. It really does look like the net could finally be closing in on him. Mm. Um, what I can say also is um, we we need to... Holby fans need to prepare for a, a very full-on couple of weeks, actually. There are mm. lots of major developments for all of the key characters. So really do stay tuned. We will. Thank you very much, Victoria, for another week of gossip. Thank you so much. Um, and to welcome to the floor, none other than Claire Rock to talk about the rest of the soaps. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Hi there. So, so Holby's great, isn't it? They've got a siege. It's, it's amazing. So what's happening in Casualty this week? We've got a siege. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I mean... Well, have they have they been you know having late night calls about what they're going to be writing about and they all think they'll just you know fall in line what's going on i don't know but um i tell you what this ca- this casualty is brilliant and they've spared no money so so the bbc must be just awash with funds at the moment because they've you know it's it's got it's got it's got everything this week wow I know it is. It is an. It's another big week. I mean, we just keep having big week after big week in casualty. Casu- casualty really is. You know, is pretty amazing at the moment, isn't it? Right from when they came back with a bang with that that whole COVID special. I mean, yeah. it, it really did. And and you kind of think, gosh, it, it has to drop off a cliff. It just, it just hasn't. And I mean, this is a siege, but it's a a slightly different kind of siege, isn't it? It is. So um, I, I just wanted to say one thing first of all, Hannah. Um, at the beginning of Keshti, you, you know, you always have small little storylines going on. And I have to say, I did shut my eyes, put my fingers in 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 my ears because there is a scene there right at the beginning where Marty's dad has an accident with a circular saw and chops oh, his finger Oh, my off. goodness. I can't, I can't do that. I know. So, word of warning, if you're a bit like me and Hannah, squeamish, 
you know it's coming. You can run I out of the room or so shut your eyes. I am so squeamish. I can't, I can't actually differentiate between reality and soap. <laughs> You'll be pleased to hear. And I, and I, I think you know, it's just ketchup. It's just fake blood. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. It's not fine. I'm fi- I find the blood draining from me and yeah. feeling quite sick. <laughs> yes, it's you see the blade running in his garden, and you you know what's coming. And I just thought, ooh. So so yes, if you're like me, guys, shut your eyes and um, uh, yes. So we'll we'll pop that 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 bit to one side and go with the main the main bit then. So um, a man walks into into the uh, emergency department with a homemade bomb strapped to him. Oh, I mean. My God. How often does that happen? It's great. Um, it's a really, really, really high octane uh, week. So you, you know, you see him in the car park. Um, he looks like just an ordinary man. He's um, he's cut his hand, obviously deliberately, and he's got a handkerchief around it, and there's blood, blood through it. So you can see why he's there. But then, then as he gets out of his car, he adjusts his coat, and you can see this this homemade bomb around his middle. Um, and um, that's really scary. Uh, it is. It is really scary. And he walks into the ED and he is looking to get revenge on Jacob. So so this guy is called Roy. And about a year ago, his, his beloved wife, Laura, came into the ED with an issue. And sadly, she died. And he blames, he blames Jacob for... So this, um, is, this is a revenge act. Yes. So, he, so he barges into recess, does he? He does. So... Um, so Roy, he knows a bit about bombs, and he has what's called a dead man switch. So he's not just strapped up. He has this, this thing in his hand with the plunger down. Now, if you were to shoot him, um, the bomb would go off because his finger would come right, off this so switch. Right, so it would detonate, I see. Okay. It would just detonate. So, so this is quite a serious you know, situation. You, you know, he is a live bomb. Um, so, yeah, so um, he, he barges into recess. I mean, this is a working at this point, a working ED department, Hannah, and um, there's a badly injured woman from a road accident. She's hooked up to all these machines. She's in, you know, she's in quite a bad way. And he... he he just barges in into the re- into this recess room where you have Jacob, you have Connie, and you have Marty, uh, one of the nurses. And um, he, he he says he takes the team hostage and he threatens that he's going to blow everybody up. Um, now David, one of the other nurses, he spots all of this. He makes the call and the obviously the hos- the hospital goes into um, lockdown and they they do an evacuation because this is. Serious, Hannah, isn't it? Really serious. I mean, thank goodness someone's actually let them. You know, someone spotted what's going on. But I mean, I suppose it will come down. All come down to whether Jacob can calm him down. Yes, yes. So when we go outside, we see that the hospital or the ED entrance, because obviously hospitals have only 101 entrances, don't they? So all around the the ED entrance, where all this drama is taking place, we have. This is why I said no expense has been spared. We have full tactical team of police marksmen in you know body armor they've got big guns we've got someone in charge with a walkie-talkie it's i mean there's tons of them yeah that is that is absolutely terrifying and can you give us any indication of you know what's likely to happen well can can I, I don't want to i don't really want to spoil the outcome it is a shocking shocking episode can jacob calm him down uh can the team save the woman because at this point um she is you know they've 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 um 
taken everybody out of 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 the hospital as and the ed department apart from this poor injured woman because she's also a hostage although she doesn't know it yeah. um, and and connie's thrown out and it's just jacob marty who is a nurse looking after trying to keep her um alive alive yeah. yeah and um actually you know i can say this marty comes through actually he's a bit nervous about stuff and um you know he's left on his own because jacob manages to come you know he, he manages to get roy away from the lady from um from marty and the the patient and takes him to another place so that so that at least marty and the patient have a have a have a have a chance of survival if the bomb were to go off because they're not near it and um yes she does have a moment and marty marty loving steps up to the plate so that's a really warm moment but yes can jacob calm him down or will roy blow jacob and himself up oh my gosh what a story wow this is a this is a big week in soapland again i mean honestly with lockdown as it is i know they're kind of ahead ahead in their filming but even so it's not it's not being done on the under the easiest of uh kind of climates and situations is it so they really no. are churning out some great stuff and okay. um, i really really enjoyed that episode hannah it was a great, apart from the finger <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for warning me about that i, I was, yeah i'm the same it as was you. a great episode really, i'm a complete really. i'm a complete wimp <laughs> yeah and um, also just to mention that that we're back to our normal time now so that one's going out at eight 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 fifty okay great brilliant okay so moving on from the hospital wards where there are sieges right left and center okay so over to eastenders uh where there isn't a siege going on fortunately but uh there might be some happy news no there isn't that's a, a spoiler alert that definitely isn't anything happy but lucas so has he repented as he kind of claims he has or is he still the cold-hearted killer that he always was well, that's the big question, isn't it, Hannah? That's what everyone really wants to know. So he came back at Christmas. You know, we're um, we're at the end of the month. He's been back about a month now. Um, he says he's repented. Um, you know, he's back with his daughter Chelsea, Denise, and her sister, and Patrick. Simply don't trust him. Um, but Chelsea, Chelsea's looking. You know, she she came back with him. She she seems to she seems to trust him um, but there's an awful lot of stuff going churning under the surface in this storyline um, especially with Lucas and Chelsea and um, you know so so Denise is arguing with Chelsea and saying don't trust your dad don't trust your dad and uh, Lucas is getting angry so they've been arguing all week uh, Hannah you know and it, it's very mm. very it, it, it's it's just you know, to get nasty. It's getting nasty, and he, she, you know what Denise is like. She can she can rant for Britain. Oh and yeah, she does have a rant at Lucas, and he finally snaps and he gets angry. Um, but uh, a bit later, Chelsea and Jack go to, go to the flat and find it empty and covered in blood. But there's no... Oh, no, 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 no. Has he killed Denise? (laughs) Well, this is the big question. There is no Lucas around and Denise is not to be found. What what has gone on? Oh, my gosh. Not another... He can't... No, he can't have done it again. Well, he did hold her hostage um, last time he was in the square. Yeah, he did. I don't think it's... Yeah. No, surely not. I I wonder whether there's a twist to this because... I mean, because he's been pushed and pushed. Not that that means that he should do anything, of course, but... I wonder whether there's a there's a twist to this. 
Well, you'll have to tune in to find out, Hannah, because mm. you know this storyline. This this isn't the end of this storyline. I think I think it's going to it's going to it's, it, it, it's just going to run and run. Okay, and and this isn't the only only good part is there of EastEnders no. to be honest with you because it's pretty spicy in other areas um, because Kathy is obviously really worried about the disappearance of Ian um, and, and Max does a bit of, of snooping but while he's snooping he sees hurrah and Mick and Linda together yes Yes, and it, and it makes him do something. It does. Poor Max. Oh, I feel so sorry for him. Do you? Yes, I do. It's it's. He's really. He's been on his own. He's missing his daughter Abby. He's looking after his granddaughter, little Abby. Um, and um, yeah. So yeah. So he's 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 in love with Linda, but Linda's really in love with Mick. Of course she is, as it should be. Yes, I know you're a big <laughs> Linda Mick fan. Um, and um, so, so we all know, us, the fans and the viewer, know that Sharon, was, Sharon and Phil were, were behind uh, Ian's attack. And we also know that Ian voluntarily left the square and he just left. Um, he was shocked that he, he thought Sharon loved him and he was really shocked what she had stooped to... In an effort to get revenge for Denny's death, so um, but of course nobody in the square knows any of that. And Kathy, no. you know, he is her son. I know Ian has issues and is not the most likable character, but you know, to Kathy, he's still a son, and she's out of her mind with worry. And um, and then of course. Um, at the moment, they, um, the square still thinks that Tina is in the frame for Ian's attack. Now, Max seems to think. In, a, in, a, in an odd way, that if he can prove that Tina's innocent, then Linda will be, you know, will be grateful and come back mm. to him. So this is why he's snooping this week. And um, he does make a shock announcement to the pub that Sharon was behind Ian's attack. I mean, why would you do that? You're basically taking on Phil Mitchell. Why yeah. would you do it? I don't know. I wouldn't take on. I Phil mean, we've Mitchell. seen we've seen these two up again. I mean, not, there's no great love loss between these two, as we know. But even so, I mean, that's just like it's like a death wish, isn't it? Yeah, it is completely <laughs> madness. Mad Max, is now known as. <laughs> wow, it's all going on. All going on in the square again. Look, I, I like the fact that there isn't just sort of. Actually, in all of them, there aren't just one. Isn't just one big storyline, is there? There's kind of lots going on, um, which which is good. Yes, yes. Um, okay, over to the Dales. Um, the rivalry between the Dingles and the Tates has ramped up a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it always happens, but it's particularly uh, particularly ramping up here. It it is. So um, so Mac 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 pulls a fast one on Jamie. Now Mac is a bit of a He's a bit of he's a bit of a dodgy guy, let's say. I mean, he might be Moira's brother, but you know, the apple fell way right away from the orchard. There, he was in a different <laughs> orchard. He didn't, you know. So they're completely different, really. And he's pulled a fast one on Jamie, and you don't really pull a fast one on the Tates. Um, no, you, know. you don't. It's like pulling a fast one on the Mitchells. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Don't do it. And poor Jamie. He's trying to be his mother's son. I sometimes think he sort of doesn't quite manage it. You, mm, you know, mm. Kim's really, she's got that look. Um, you know, Jamie doesn't quite have the Tate look. But anyway, he does retaliate. He comes to Butler's farm and he retaliates um, by sloshing petrol around the barn and getting his lighter out, um, which is really, really scary. Really scary. I mean, fire is just 
Yeah, 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 not a good thing. And um, <laughs> you know, we have to ask ourselves. You know, the farm has a couple of kids on it. You know, and Kane's son Kyle, who's about ten, he's playing hide and seek in the barn. You know, so you know, you, it's really serious. Petrols, you know, putting petrol near a bomb because there'll be hay in there. It'll just go up, just go straight up, won't it? Will do, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you've had it, a hay barn, and but who's in there? There's just there's bound to be. Yes. It's, it's got to be someone in there, hasn't there? Yes. Kyle, Kyle, Kane's son's in there playing hide and seek. Oh, no. So when Moira rocks up at home farm with a shock, shotgun and aims it at Kim, have things gone too far? I mean, yes. Yes, I would say so. (laughs) Yes, I'd say it probably has. I don't think that's um, lawful. (laughs) You you know what, Hannah, I have to say, Moira looks good with a shotgun. She looks really... She's she's cool, isn't she? She is. Yeah. And, and I mean, she's she's got that thing... You know, I thought I'm not, you know, I'm not good with guns, um, but I thought when you held a shotgun, you were meant... You broke it, you know, so it wasn't... It wasn't together, ready for firing. Yeah. It's not broken over her arm. It's it's ready for firing. It's ready, it's ready to go. It's ready to go, and it's it's aimed at Kim. It's she's you so, know. So 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 just to get, let me get this straight. Is she gone up to the farm, home farm, with a shotgun after realizing what's happened with the barn? Is this a retaliation, or yes. is this happening yes. along? Okay, no, it's oh, a retaliation. Wow. So she's really angry. Yes. I mean, beyond angry, emotions are out off the chart. Yes. Yes. Oh well. Yes. Oh my goodness me! There's no less up this week, is there? You can't. No. You can't turn anywhere for some light entertainment. Can 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 the street do it for us? There's love in the air. I know. This is so nice. <laughs> this is so nice. This one. Um, so I thought I'd I'd make this to be the main one. Um, yes, love is finally 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 in the air for Asher and Nina. So you know, Asher Asher's Dev's daughter. She's one of the twins, um, and she's had a difficult time of it last year. If you remember, Hannah, the, she, she shared a naked picture of herself with her boyfriend Corey, and he shared it with their friends. What a nasty thing to do! Oh, horrible! It, I mean, that was a great storyline because it does, it, you know, it does remind people that you know if you share a picture with somebody you think you're close to once you know once why do people do that i don't know why do you do it it's just the most absurd i don't know i suppose if you trust someone it's not as easy to judge as yeah if you trust someone but then the trust is broken if the relationship breaks up of course it is yeah of course and And then those things are still there yeah you it's out of Mm. your control the 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 image is not no longer in your sole possession it's in somebody else's possession and then that's that's the danger and um, so, yes, yeah, so Asher was distraught. She's had a really tough year. Um, single dad Dev was trying to, to do right by his daughter, changing her school and everything. But, you know, um, it's taken nearly a year for Asher to refind her confidence. And uh, Nina, Roy's niece, has been helping her. You know, Nina's been been running Roy's roles. She's great, you know. Um, mm. And um, when the girls finally chase off Nasty Corey this week, a spark ignites and they go on a date. Ooh. So they make a great pair. They they really do. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Oh, happy storyline. Yes. Good. We need yeah. like we need like a round of applause for that, please. Dad and <laughs> Dev's being a bit daddish and trying to be really cool about it. It's quite funny. So it's a nice yeah, story. Yeah, he, he's quite an awkward sort of. He plays an awkward character, yeah. doesn't he? Anyway, Dev is quite funny. I I sort of think about how he started the show and where he's ended up. Yes. It's like literally polar opposite, isn't it? Yes. Um, and and then the whole kind of storyline as well continuing. Obviously, um, you know, because Leanne is 
inevitably struggling and yep. will do I would imagine for a very long time if she ever stops struggling I, I can't imagine ever in that situation being able to stop struggling um, but Simon is is also struggling because he, he wants to help her and, he, and he's finding it hard to yes so um, so Leanne won't tell Nick that, that they're, they're short of money um, she quits her jobs and so now you know she can't play with the electricity she's um, they're really short of money and Simon is trying to put money into the family him and Leanne so that you know they can buy food pay the electricity bill um so he's you know but he's only he's about 17 um mm. and he you know he's at school doing you know he's at school um so he's desperate to earn extra money and he so he takes he takes on delivering takeout from the chippy so um you can still do takeouts from chippies can't you you can you yeah you can and um while he's doing that there he meets another person another a boy about his own age called Jacob who seems very friendly and you know and he talks about his problems to him but actually you know what is Jacob all that he seems oh no he's going to end up taking him down a path he doesn't want to go down you can yeah. see it uh, quite you were you it's interesting these storylines because i suppose it happens in the real world which is they identify a vulnerable person of which simon is currently because he's desperate um desperate to help his family and might see this as the as the easy option you know yeah yes so um so this this is um this if you noticed here hannah this was two young people's storyline so this this year coronation street want to bring all the youngsters the younger actors you know mm. the ones that are you know in their late teens early 20s want to bring them to the fore um, i get that i get that too it needs to doesn't it yeah. you kind of need to do that yeah and the simon leanne storyline is 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 a really important um and you will in later weeks you will find out exactly where it's going to go and it's going to be a humdinger wow i i think they're doing a sensible thing there to do that i think you've, you've got to do that um because otherwise it becomes you know you, you, your older characters will inevitably could move on or whatever and you need to um you need to keep it alive and invest in those younger ones, don't you? I yes, think. yes, completely. You know, it's nice to have um, some of the older actors because sometimes they're very, they, they, you know, you know, more, the more in Lippmann's, you know, they're, they're great. But, um, you know, but you, then you do need, you do need to bring your younger actors up and give them meaty storylines, you know. But you also want to uh, engage your younger audience as well, yeah. I would think. Um, yeah. And that might do that. Yeah. And I think... Um, you know, in the Roy, sorry, in the Ray storyline, I thought Faye was brilliant. Mm. Um, um, so one, one to watch there. Yeah. Mm. So talking of a younger audience, I'd imagine Hollyoaks probably is a younger audience in, on the whole. Um, and moving moving over to Hollyoaks, Toby is in, in dire straits, isn't he? Yes. So we talked about Celeste wanted to give him a last chance and asked Felix, their dad, to you know to to hold off. Yeah, but I don't what Celeste was thinking because her last chance involved bringing Dr. Lay back to, to sort Toby out. Well, of course, we all know Dr. Lay is what put him into this position in the first place because she wrote that horrible, horrible book on him and sort of adopted, adopted him and Celeste and, and, did, and did unspeakable things in the childhood as, as an experiment on the pair. Um, so, so, you know, why are we surprised then that Dr. Lay isn't helping him? She's, she's, she has him imprisoned in the loft. He, Toby can't be imprisoned you know, again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, 
what happened? <laughs> he tried to kill his mum a couple of weeks back, but you know, so now here he is, he's imprisoned in the lost loft. She's not trying to help him. She's hoping she can break him so she can write a second book on him. The thing is with the thing is with Toby is that he feels like a um he does the most terrible things and you kind of think he can't be brought back. But there's part of you as a viewer that really wants him to help himself. Yes. But with this kind of help from Dr. Lay, that's it's not, not going to happen. It's not happening. Can anyone save Toby? I, I, I honestly don't know. He has murdered somebody. You, you know, that... That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? You know, that's the reality, yes, isn't it? Yes, completely. Um, and he... he, he he sort of bullied his brother Mitchell to leave, leave, leave the village. You know there is a lot going on. I don't think his dad Felix is very is very compassionate towards him. So, mm. and um, away from the the, the, the grim um, storyline there because it's pretty grim, really, isn't it? Watching somebody suffer, but also somebody who's done something really bad. Um, we're kind of. Um, looking at Brody and Sienna yes. aren't we and, and Warren egging Summer on to expose Sienna's affair yes so we all know and you said you said last week Hannah you know we know that there was a picture of Warren and Sienna kissing out there will it fall into the wrong hands well of course you were right of course it's going to fall into the wrong hands <laughs> Okay, I could have looked into my crystal ball and I worked that one. Out. Of course, I mean this is Hollyx, of course. You take a picture, you know, that's it's just brilliant. So, um, you know, so summer summer's continuing to come between Brody and Sienna, but actually I would also argue that what's coming between Brody and Sienna is Sienna's re- relationship with Warren. Um, so there's an awful lot of things going on between Brody and Sienna. Um, and Sienna, Sienna kind of has to work out what she wants. She does. Really. She does. Um, and obviously, I think Warren wants Sienna then, and he's egging Summer on to expose Sienna's affair. But really, Hannah, you're quite right. You know, if Warren wants Sienna, he should go up to Brody and say, hey, we've been having an affair for the past, past couple of months, mm. you know, what are you going to do about it? I want, I want Sienna, and he should, he should initiate that, but he's not. Mm. Or have the conversation with Sienna, yeah. and like, are we going to be together? Are we going to stay together? Is this going to work this time round? You know, and, and what have you. But, of course, that wouldn't make a great no, storyline. No, would it? <laughs> That'd be far too practical. So, yes, yeah, so this, this picture is out there in the wrong hands. And can Sienna save her relationship with Brody? And does she want to, is the question. Does she really want to? Because I would question that she does if she's off doing that with Warren. Yes, yes. Well, we shall leave it right there. Thank you very much, Claire. Another bumper week. Um, Soap Secrets is, um, is live every Tuesday at 10, so please do please do listen uh, and subscribe if you like it. Um, for us, that's all for another week. Um, and, of course, do stay safe.